0: Hi everyone, we hope you're having a great week. My name is Elizabeth Kuhn and I'm here with Lexi Ayala and you are tuned in to the companion podcast to the State Champs W's Hangtime Michigan Show. Time is a weekly show dedicated to girls' basketball in the mitten. We've got highlights, Lexi breaks it all down, and she offers up some unique perspectives on the teams. This podcast is a sister version of the show and is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports, including women's basketball. Athletic and academic scholarships are available right now. And Lawrence Tech has something not a lot of other schools are doing. You can recruit yourself. It's easy. Just click on the Recruit Yourself link at ltuathletics.com. State Champs W's Hangtime Michigan is also brought to you by the Michigan High
1: School Athletic Association. The MHSAA desperately needs officials, and we'd love to see more women officials out there. It's great part-time pay, and you can stay connected
0: to the game. You can get all the information you need to get started at mhsaa.com. The Michigan Army National Guard is the official military outlet of the MHSAA and an important partner of Hangtime. On this week's Chalk Talk, sponsored
1: by the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, we are talking with Plymouth Christians head coach, Rod Wendell. Welcome to the show, coach.
2: Hello. Thanks for having me on.
0: I want to start off with your coaching journey. Can you walk us through how you got to Plymouth Christian and some of the people that inspired you and mentored you along the way?
2: yeah um well my varsity basketball coach as a high school student was inspirational to me and uh uh, honestly my journey started pretty early um my senior year of my high school season we were had 17 wins and ended up getting knocked out of the tournament by the eventual state champions inner city um went to the state finals that year and i just i i was a captain of uh Soccer, basketball, baseball, multi-sport athlete, but i um, really, really like, really love basketball. And um, I say it's from coming from Indiana, so I'm a Hoosier, and we don't know what any other sport is down there. So that's that's what, that's what I say. But my coach uh, Jeff Cook um, really was an inspirational guy, and um, I started. I went to college my freshman year, and I started coaching as a JV coach for. With Christian and uh, assistant on varsity my sophomore year of college. So started right away with uh, coaching my old school at PCA and did a number of JV seasons and then uh, started doing some girls varsity basketball in, in 93 to 2000. Um, went to the KLLA. KLLA, coached for Churchill High School for four years. Um, and that was a great, great experience. A lot of good coaches in that league, as well as MAC, and then uh, came back to coach JV basketball and got to coach my daughter as an assistant. Um, her senior year, she's the last one that um, that won a regional championship and made it to quarterfinals. So it's kind of fun to see. Uh, she's been at the game, went that game and got a picture with my senior point guard Anna Fernandez, and uh, that's kind of the journey. I'm, I've been back at PCA now for hmm. Uh, my eighth year again or ninth year again yeah ninth year after an eight year stint early early on
1: Coach the phrase ball is life isn't around for nothing you live that (laughs) (laughs) I also um, Coach want to talk to you about the awesome win over Genesee Christian on Tuesday and I know things still have to play out and shake out but you could possibly play Fowler for a second time this year and it could be in the finals are you looking to get even you have that extra chip on your shoulder
2: well, you know, uh, I think there's two sides of the coin. First is uh, getting past uh, Lenaway, who's just uh, a juggernaut, and that's that's a tough one for us. Um, I guess we'll go back to Genesee. We we um, they played they played great against us. You know, we hung in there. They beat us. They were headed by two at halftime. Really, uh, kudos to uh, the athletes for uh, applying the adjustments we made a little bit to. Uh, uh, put Genesee in a tough spot in the third quarter. So uh, it's really tough defense that transition to offense for us against Genesee. Um, yeah, the kids are excited about that win. And um, I don't know if – I mean, we really do take things – I know this is cliche, but we take things one game at a time. And um, we're looking forward to playing Lenaway. That's a team that's gotten us a couple times. I mean, we haven't uh, – before this year, we hadn't beaten them um, – uh, We haven't beaten them in a a long time. So um, they've been a good team for a long time. They've got that state finals pedigree. And um, uh, we got a buzzer beater at their place uh, this year. So uh, we're hopeful about uh, a really good game against uh, Linaway.
1: Coach, you talked about some adjustments. Sorry, go ahead.
2: Fowler, boy, that seems like so far away. I guess it's not. But um, another good team great programs. We were happy to get a chance to play them at Little Caesars this year and get that experience.
1: Coach, you said in the Genesee Christian game you made some adjustments at the half. What were some of those adjustments and who are some players that you can give a shout out to that did a good job at adjusting?
2: Yeah, we put a lot of pressure on our uh, our freshman uh, Sophie Arlen Olson to as a role player to make plays on us on defense and she does she steps up she takes a shot she's supposed to the same with um, um, her counterpart junior um, Olivia Levine. Um, those are just two role kids that really have to play that really put a lot of pressure on the ball handlers out there to make the players behind them better but um, Anna's our point guard she's our senior. She's been a starting point guard for us for four years, and she's got the responsibility of keeping kids focused out there and running the offense and taking the direction from me and implementing out there in the court. So uh, Morgan Howick had a fantastic game in the second half uh, on the boards and uh, getting those steals in the um, half-court offense to get some full-court half court defense get some full-court offense going for us, so that was big.
1: Oh. sorry coach um it's the first time that your team Plymouth Christian has made it to the Breslin Center how are you guys feeling going into that game is there any pressure
2: uh, I think we're mostly pumped we're excited we're like bring it on we're uh final everybody knows what final four means so that's exciting we're just kind of relieved to get here There was some anticipation that it might happen. It could happen. We had some of the wins to back up that, but until it actually happens, um, you know, you play it game by game. So we're, we're pumped. We're happy to be in the Final Four. The kids are ecstatic. Um, the school is so supportive. We have a great uh, fan base that's uh, been cheering us on. It's just a great high school atmosphere here, and uh, we're, we're excited.
0: Coach, I want to talk a little bit about BCAM has introduced and officially launched the One Team Campaign in an effort to promote unity among teams, schools, Hello. and communities. It is so important. What are some things you've done already or will do, whether it's coming together at games or a community activity, to promote unity on the court and respect for each other?
2: Yeah, I think um, our, our school, it's a privilege to coach at a Christian high school, and I um, one of the traditions that really started back in 2013 uh, and really an inspiration by uh, a Lenaway Christian, a sister school of ours, is to pray with um, opponents after games. And, uh, you know, one of the there was a big article, uh, in 2013 about the Athens game, where our kids lost and, uh, it was, everybody wanted it. We wanted to get to the next level. Um, but we pray with our opponents and we did. And so we, you know, win or lose, um, we come back together with our opponents, and uh, get in the prayer circle, we pray pray for the for good things in the lives of our opponents. And uh, we're all in this together, and it's a uh, it's just uh, great to see the MHSAA uh, emphasizing that through handshakes and through um, different ways to communicate that in different school settings.
1: Coach, I love that you guys pray together after the game. I also have a segment on this show called My Hot Topic, where I bring up some controversial opinions in the world of basketball. But one that I haven't brought up that I think is interesting with you bringing up praying after game is Michigan's head coach, Jawan Howard, had mentioned there being talk about maybe we should cancel the handshake line. And obviously, with you praying with opponents post game, I'm sure you're against that. What are your thoughts on the handshake line and that type of sportsmanship post game?
2: Yeah, I think, um, you know, we, I mean, school, uh, sports have evolved a little bit. I certainly grew up watching the Pistons and the bad boys and the um, this, this sense of, man, win at all costs, set friendship aside for this game and then pick it back up again. I certainly understand that competitive edge, and I certainly understand where, uh, you know, Coach Howard's coming from with that. It's it's just intense. It's intense that, that moment after um between winning and losing is it's a heartbreak and it's tough and um, so i think learning a lesson of humility and uh, giving other the other coach and the other team the credit however unfair or disappointing it might have been has some value so um, i think going in ahead of time saying hey we're going to shake hands with these opponents Um, we're on the same team really Uh, we're in different colors and we have some arch rivals that that's hard to do. you um, know. I know, and also certainly the guy, uh, the men's uh, adrenaline type of mentality, a little bit different in the women's basketball game. Yeah. And uh, so I can see that difference too. And so um, I, I, I kind of see both sides.
1: So. <laughs> hey, that makes sense. That's a good answer. Um, a topic that I did bring up on the show earlier this year was adding a shot clock to high school basketball. I think that it keeps away the keep away basketball, which can seal a deal in a win, but what do you think about implementing a shot clock?
2: Um, I'm kind of skeptical. I'm old school a little bit about about that in terms of how long I've been coaching and what it takes to, to win a game uh, for three or four quarters and be able to, um, beat those well enough to salt away a lead. I, I think there's some benefit to that. I just, uh, and there's, you know, uh, the shot clock is gonna speed things up. There's gonna be some ugly possessions now throughout the game instead of some ugly possessions just at the end of the game. Um, so, so anyways, there's gonna be some pitfalls to this learning curve and um, um, I, I like fast basketball, getting up and down the court. But there's also a time to say, hey, let's pull it out. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of mixed on that, uh, that That possible change.
1: Well, there's pros and cons to every possible change out there. But probably my most controversial one I want to throw at you quick is I suggested possibly lowering the rims in the women's game, making a little bit more opportunity for the more athletic players to get up there, finish easier with their hands closer to the rim, or maybe even throw a couple down. Do you think that's changing the girls' game too much?
2: Um, I kind of like the uh, the uh, idea, but I mean, we have the smaller basketball. Um, I'm watching NBA basketball games, and they miss a lot at the rim despite the proximity it is to their head. So I don't think lowering is necessarily a solution, but... Um, you know, I like to, you know, our girls game needs to grow. And I would like to see um, ways that the MHA could work to to make that happen. But um, uh, I'm not sure going to rim is even on my radar.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just glad that you brought up that the guys miss layups, too. I think everyone talks about the girls missing bunnies. But, yeah, NBA
0: players out there right next to it can't make it sometimes.
2: That's yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Coach, we want to wish you good luck and thank you so much for joining us today.
2: All right. Thank you so much. Uh, go Eagles.
0: Go Eagles. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate you. Yes. Thank you. Hang time is also brought to you by the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Are you a first-team All-State athlete with good grades and represent leadership on your team and community? Six female student-athletes will win $1,000 in scholarship money. You cannot be nominated unless you apply. Download the application at DACathleteoftheyear.com and send it in today. The deadline to apply is March 4th. One more partner to
1: recognize is the Goodman-Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life, at Goodman-Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman-Acker on State Champs, and they will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman-Acker. Good decision. Call 1-800-TRUSTED. Once again, we thank all of our partners in supporting State Champs W Hangtime Michigan podcast.
0: That's all the time we have for this week's State Champs W Hangtime Michigan podcast. For Lexi, I'm Elizabeth, and we'll talk to you next week.